1: The question today on the Christian Car Guys show is, are you ready for this? Who is the best car maker? Yeah. Who do you think makes the best car? That's the question. We are wanting you to call in. I am doing a survey. I'm really trying to see what your thoughts are. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. And, of course, I went on Facebook, which that's Robbie Dillmore on Facebook, if you want to be my friend. We'd love to. It's D with as in David. A lot of people think it's Gilmore, but it's actually Dillmore. And on Twitter, it's at Christian Carguy. But I did a, a survey there and got 43 votes, which was pretty impressive, I thought. A lot of people had a vote, and I was shocked at the results. I would never have guessed that. The list would be thus, but here it is on that very unofficial survey. So be thinking about, you know, what your car is and so you can call in and get your vote because we're going to tally them today, and we're going to know who of the Christian Car Guy listeners, what they think is the number one car, but Ford came away the winner. Nine votes out of the 43, so they got 21% of the vote. See, it's it's almost like <laughs> a primary, you know, so we can find out later on the On the show, you know the people call in today at 866-348-7884. What is the best car? Number two, Toyota got seven votes. They got 16% of the vote. So that wasn't terribly unsurprising. Ford and Toyota in the first two slots. Number three kind of got me, but nonetheless, I think it's a great car. BMW. BMW got six votes, 14% of the vote. So apparently they like German cars because number four, which also surprised me, VW Porsche Audi, they got five votes, 11% of the vote. And then number five, sort of sad for those of us whose father worked for general Motors back in the day, with only three votes, GM got, got their, their few in. But, you know, you're thinking right now, Robbie, I, I, I'm telling you what the best car is, 866-348-7884. Coming in number six, and this was a shocker. I would have never guessed it, that they would fall this far down in the standings, was Honda and Mercedes tied with just two votes. Honda, we're talking Honda and Mercedes. Only two votes is the best car. That just totally shocked me. And tying for the number seven spot were a number of cars, which definitely tickled me. So it's, it's, it's something to think that Mattel. <laughs> that's my personal favorite. That's, yeah, that's the Hot Wheels cars. <laughs> Uh, Great cars, too, if you're a Hot Wheels fan. That's what my son would vote for. Mattel got as many votes as Rambler, as Nissan, as Chrysler, Fiat, as Subaru, and Volvo. Rambler? Rambler. Rambler. Yeah. Wow. So, if you want to call in today, again, 866-348-7884, we'd love to hear from you. It could be a car that's no longer in existence, like a Rambler or a Pontiac or a Hudson Maybe you thought it was a Hudson Horner or a Packard. Isn't Pontiac General Motors? It is General Motors, but they are no more.
2: They're nor defunct.
1: Is, nor is Plymouth. Oldsmobile. Oh, it's sad. It's sad. But isn't it marvelous how diverse 43 people can be? And the question, of course, I ask is very, very broad. I didn't ask what's the most reliable or what's the most stylish or the safest or what's the most value for the money. I just ask, what's the best car? And so I ask you. 866-348-7884. Don't let your favorite go down to defeat. I promise I'll add your vote to the total, and we'll see who wins by the end of the show. 866-348-7884. Or for the digitally gifted, 866-34-TRUTH. The thing I love about this, Joey, and Joey is my producer today, who's a long time.
2: You, you, got, you got third string today. Here. <laughs>
1: But you were my producer way back in the day, many years
2: ago. Way back. So,
1: you know, to a car salesman like me, the best car was the ones that sell the best. And I bet you're wondering, Robbie, of all those years, almost 40 years selling cars, which car sold the best? Well, you might be surprised that one of the best-selling cars ever was the Suzuki Samurai. I was the general manager of Mark Singleton Suzuki in Atlanta, and... We never, in the time I was there, ever had a Suzuki Samurai arrive that was not pre-sold. We would pre-sell the whole truckload before the cars ever got it. It was one of the hottest things ever until people found out that they rolled over. At that point, they'd quit selling so well. But, you know, if, if you're a car salesman and you were selling Samurais, back in the 70s or 80s, I'm trying to remember when it was, it was awesome. We had a vote come in. Joey, they didn't want to go in the air?
2: A, we, they didn't want to go in the air, but he's been a Ford guy for years, and he votes Ford. Oh, wow. So they're up to 10. They are really. You know what, you know what Ford is backwards, don't you? Uh, Driver return on foot. Oh, there you go. Eight six
1: six three four eight seven eight eight four. But actually the best selling car ever for me, and, and thus I'm definitely on my list of favorite cars, was the PT Cruiser. We literally had people waiting a year to get a PT Cruiser. They were on a waiting list so long. When that car first came out, it was phenomenally, phenomenally in demand. More so, and I worked for Honda back in the day. I worked for a lot of different manufacturers. They came out with some really cool cars, the GSX, the Buicks, the T-Types. I, I sold all those. And, the, yeah, there was a lot of demand for a lot of things, even Vipers at one time and Prowlers. But there was nothing
2: like the PT Cruiser. We've got another vote coming in, jo- Joey. What was it? This that? is a particular vehicle, not just a brand. Uh-huh. A 1947 Willis Jeep. There you go. (laughs) Well, we have a whole That's very uh, specific. It's a great Jeep. Yes, the
1: Willys. We did a whole uh, episode of Christian Car Guy Theater on that car. So there you go. All right. And so, but interestingly, to somebody like Bob, a junkyard guy, his favorite car is the one that weighs the most. He calls them bobsled. (laughs) Like that old Suburban or that, you know, Chrysler New Yorker 1969 that's sitting out in the yard. That thing weighs, you know. 5,000 pounds, 6,000 pounds. And so, you know, that's what they think. So we need you to call us today, 866 348 7884. And in that vein, we have a very special name, that noise today. And what do you think, Joey? Let's play. It's time to play. Define that defect, resolve that roar, trace that tick, highlight that hubbub. Name that noise. Chronicle that clatter. Yes, we have a very cool name that noise, and it's a little specific, but we'll go with whatever you think. 866-348-7884 if you can name this noise. There you go. Try to name that noise, and if you can, Joey,
2: tell them what they'll win. If I get all my buttons in place here, you will win a copy of The Last Words of Jesus book by Stu Epperson Jr. Meanwhile, back to
1: you, Robbie. (laughs) Well, I was getting a vote on the line, so, you know, we got all these people calling in on their car, but I told them you were going to get it in just a second, but so you need to name that noise. Call in at 866-348-7884 and for a very special Robbie bonus gift. If you can tell me what particular car it was that was making, not only what that noise was, but what kind of car it was that was making it, wow, I got something special for you I've been holding over that I will let you know when you call. 866-348-7884. Then coming up at the end of the show in our praise appraisal by The Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. Yet last week, the question I asked, and we had some wonderful calls, was, Is it a sin to speed? And we had some amazing answers throughout the show, and I certainly enjoyed that. And then I got an email from my first caller last week, and those who are listening might remember Bob Jones had an amazing answer to Is it a sin to speed? And I shared with him that I thought he had obviously spent a lot of time thinking about that. And when he shared his Bible insight that he gave me in this particular, uh, (laughs) in this particular, uh, email, I honestly was a little overwhelmed by it and I kept reading it and I read it and I marinated on it for a little while and sometimes, have you ever noticed that God has you on a lesson plan for a particular week? Well, apparently it was part of God's lesson plan for me this week. You know, Bob had shared an insight on the parable of the mustard seed and that particular insight I'd really never considered or never considered that part of the parable and then two mornings later William Garnel's in Christian and complete armor I was reading that and he shared an insight about what the parable of the mustard seed and again it was a it was an insight that I'd never considered and and as I was sitting there thinking about wow how neat is it that Bob had this insight on the parable of the mustard seed and 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 William Gurnall had that insight I remembered my producer had a marvelous insight on the parable of the mustard seed once he shared with me and what does this all mean hmm You know, there's just all this amazing diversity. And coming up at the end of the show, I'll share all those parables plus some other insights that I got from that on my God's lesson plan this week. That's coming up at the end of the show. We got, oh, I got callers lined up from Utah and High Point and all over the place. What's your favorite car?
0: See the USA in your Chevrolet.
3: America is asking you to call drive your Chevrolet rolling through the USA. America's the greatest land of all.
4: On a highway what
1: is a levee. Is the best. Who or what is the best car maker of all time? What do you think? What's your vote? We are asking that question today on the Christian Car Guy show. I would love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. I've got a A real interesting challenge on the Jesus Labor Love. I'm going to share with you here in a moment a a request that we got this week. And, of course, we have an amazing appraisal by The Real Black Book. But I love playing name that noise. And we have all sorts of people that are wanting to join in on that. And as I do them in order, I believe that actually it was um, Orlando in High Point that was the first to answer, and but I want everybody to stay on because I'm I'm interested on what you think your favorite car is. Hang on, just to say, we got to, Orlando is in High Point. Orlando, you're not in Orlando. You're in High Point.
3: <laughs>
0: yes, I am. I'm am here in High Point, North Carolina. Good morning.
1: Good morning. What what did you think that noise might be?
0: I think that noise was the starter, ah. the ignition starter.
1: <laughs> well, you are absolutely correct in that part of the equation. Now, would you venture a guess on what kind of car that was?
5: I think
1: it was a Ford. It was a Ford. Well, you know, you're exactly right from one standpoint that that was the starter. And maybe there was a Ford in the background somewhere that was also working on it, but that part of it we got right. God bless you, Orlando. What's your favorite car?
3: My favorite car is a Ford. My first car was a Ford Festiva.
1: Ah, man, Ford is really getting up there now. Ford's got 11 of the votes. That's amazing. Thank you, Orlando. God bless you. I appreciate you calling in today. Thank you. All right. Number two, I believe, was John in Utah. And let's see here. John, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. We lost John. And then we had Elise, Denise in Middle Oathie in Virginia. Denise, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning.
4: Hi. Hi.
1: What, what, what did you think that noise was?
4: I thought it was a starter, also.
1: Yeah, that's. Because it's happened on my car. <laughs> Yes, I think most motorists have enjoyed that noise at one time or another, and where it just didn't seem to get the job done. Um, but did you, would you like to venture a guess on what kind of car that was, Denise?
4: Oh, it sounded like my old Camaro.
1: Oh. Well, that would be a Chevy. And, oh. again, it, there may have been a Chevy way in the background somewhere. I was not aware of that. It was we were trying to start, so we're going to say that, you, that you're right. However, there still is another answer. And what is your favorite car, Denise?
4: Um, probably right now would be my Jeep.
1: Wow. Now there's a Chrysler vote. We've been waiting. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Chrysler, I was really pretty sad about that situation, that they were falling way down in the standings. (laughs) there, But we'll take that. And what kind of Jeep do you have?
4: We have two. We have, my daughter has a TJ and I have a JK Wrangler. Oh, wow. And they're so much fun. They're both uh, six shift manuals. And I have a ball
1: driving that car. And so your daughter has a CJ. She has a,
4: what, it's called a TJ, I think. Or oh, a 2000? TJ, yeah, the new,
1: the new one, yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah, yours? Yeah,
4: 2000, and mine's a tw- 2010. My, my husband says it's a JK.
1: Yeah, those are, you're right. That is. He's exactly right. And those are both Chrysler Jeeps. There was a man mm-hmm. that called in that was actually now our third vote, but since Willie's is no longer alive, <laughs> <they, laughs> he voted for a 1947 Willie's Jeep. And uh, ah. so how cool is that? Thank you for calling in, Denise. I really appreciate it. God bless you.
0: You're welcome. Thank Thanks. you.
1: Bye-bye. Well, Bye-bye. we have, let's see, we have David is in Seattle, still hanging on, we hope. David, you're That's on the Christian fun. Car Guy Here. show. Good morning.
5: Good morning to you.
1: I'm so glad you called and you got up early this morning.
5: <laughs> like, like usual, like, this is where I meet the Lord in the morning. So.
1: Isn't it neat to have Christian Radio to... Um, I get fed so often, things I never had thought of that I get to hear on Christian radio. I'm so grateful for it. Well, David, what did you think that noise was?
5: Of course it was a starter. And it actually sounded like a a non-start situation there. Yeah. Either fuel or electricity was the problem, but it sounds like an old dog. (laughs) Ah, I
1: knew somebody would get it. (laughs) Yeah, those old Chrysler starters, they had that particular. So, David, I do have a very amazing book collection that I have kept over from all the authors that I get on my other shows. So I'm going to send that out to you. Um, I know Joey got your information, but I am so grateful. Yeah. Those, those old, um, uh, Chryslers had a different kind of starter noise that only they had. And actually,
5: listen, listen, can can, can I share with you why I knew that? Yeah. I I prayed to God and God said, It's a dodge. (laughs) When he's right, I know it's right. Yeah, he's always right. So
1: (laughs) the Lord has got that; he does, and Uh uh, that is really that's that makes the answer even that much better. It was a dodge, and actually, the car was flooded, was the reason that it wasn't starting. Well, there you go. And 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 it wouldn't be unusual for a dodge to do that.
5: And a flood, uh, a flooding situation with a fire triangle basically it's just
1: it's too cold that's about it and the choke not working right because those were carbureted as they used to be all right david i'm gonna put you back on hold so he can get your information god bless you thank you for calling in today thank you all right well we've got some favorite car votes coming in we've got mountain man mo in walnut cove mo you're on the christian car guy show good morning
0: good morning uh robbie uh Yeah, I was going to say that, yeah, that was a uh, a Plymouth Grand Fury uh, (laughs) trying to get right there. Sounded just
1: like that, didn't it?
0: But uh, uh, one of my favorite vehicles was a Suzuki Samurai. There you go. And you know why? Why? I've got mountain (laughs) property both in North Carolina and in uh, North Georgia. And I've actually pulled full sized uh trucks out of my property
1: with a little four cylinder s- samurai
0: with with the with a samurai yeah once you would lock her down in four low that thing would go
1: <laughs> and and the nice thing about them you know that they they had a lot of torque at a very low r p m because a little four cylinder engine and they were really narrow, so they made their way around mountain roads real well with bigger cars and trucks. Struggle, right, mountain man?
5: Yeah, that's
0: right. That's right. And see, I lived in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. And the bad thing was, it didn't have much tie in. Uh, speed. So I, I'd be uh, traveling down the uh, interstate at 70 miles an hour and see nothing but uh, Peterbilt <laughs> in my uh, rear view mirror. Well,
1: Mo, we got to go to a break. We need your vote. 866 348 7884. What's your favorite car? I've got a labor love story to share right after we come back. Leslie in Richmond. Stay tuned. So much more. I could never come in until I hear the GTO. I'm sorry. Just too many good memories there with the Pontiac. But we are asking the day. I I miss my Pontiac. I I do, too. We're asking the question today. What is your favorite car? And I promise God had a spiritual lesson along these lines for me this week that I'm going to share coming up at the end of the show. But I'd love to hear your view. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in. We have Leslie in Richmond Beach, Beach, Washington, I had that right. Uh, Leslie, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning.
4: Good morning, and thanks for your good cheer and and your godly messages.
1: Well, thank you. I, you know, I love doing this. It's so much fun. I can
4: tell. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we don't be uh, sorry. We don't actually own a car. We belong to a for a decade now a, a car sharing service that's nationwide. So oh, we well. have driven hun- literally hundreds of different vehicles. And our favorite is the Mini Cooper.
1: Now there's a new vote. And that, That's a neat car.
4: It, you know, it, I never thought literally that driving a car could be fun, and it is fun to drive. Uh, but our number two car would be anything that's paid for, insured, and run. <laughs>
0: well, old red
1: would. <laughs> my and truck our, would fit in that category.
4: <laughs> and our third is the public bus. <laughs>
1: That's a great way to go, and what a neat thing that these file sh- these these car sharing services are a way to really stretch resources for a lot of folks, um, and that's working out well for your your family.
4: Well, you know what's awesome is you know we can take a a, a bus somewhere and then pick up a car um, and we never have to clean them, we never have to insure them, we never have to repair them. And all we have to do sometimes is use the card that's in them to put gas in them. So we just pay by the hour, and we can rent trucks to haul. We can rent vans to take uh, people from church to uh, Christmas that normally can't get there. And uh, it's really cool.
1: Well, I would love to, I really would love to um, find out more about that. And if you could go to my website, which is ChristianCarGuy.com, and email me of where you do that because i would love to do a show on that whole thing i i i have i've read about it but i'm not familiar with it and i would really like to be because it really sounds like an amazing program so yeah well
4: there's not just one anymore um the one we belong to is nationwide and international and then there's uh now there's a new competitor that only only has the little tiny smart cars so uh we don't particularly use that because they don't serve our needs, but um, that's available too. So I will definitely go online uh, um, and send you a message.
1: I would love that. I really would, because I, I would love to find out more about that. That is great. Well, yeah, thank you so much. You blessed me today. I appreciate you calling in.
4: Well, your show blesses us. We want to miss everyone. Merry Christmas and pray for the persecuted Christians around the world.
1: Yes, we do need to do that. God bless you. Thank you, Leslie. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. How fun. I get to learn stuff, and that's one of the joys of this job is seeing that how creative people get to be on all sorts of things. But we have an opportunity for other people now to call in. Tell us your favorite car. we got to vote for a Mini Cooper now, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH for the digitally gifted and Joey, you got a story you got to tell about his ham right? Uh, it's
2: it's, a, yeah, it's, a, it's it's kind of funny. My uh, dad, I, I wasn't part of it, but my dad told me about it. My brother, which was his vehicle, oldest brother was his vehicle at the time. He had to have work on it or something. Well, he he was going to college in Knoxville, Tennessee. It was a four hour drive. Anyways, I, I can't remember why, but my dad and my grandmother, went uh, <laughs> it was either back or forth. I don't remember exactly. Anyways, coming through the mountains. With that little cover on it, it started to come loose. There, my, imagine a you know seventy year old little bimini, bimini holding, top is what they call yeah, that. Yeah, she was <laughs> holding onto the bimini top. She was top. holding onto the top. They're going around the mountains of North Carolina, <laughs> and the thing feels like it's. They said they go between two trucks. It feels like it's just gonna <laughs> it's gonna fly away.
0: They were. I, a sail. I, I
2: distinctly remember riding to school uh, in those in the morning. First of all. It was cold. <laughs> <laughs> but you get a breeze, that whole thing just kind of <laughs> Yeah, they weren't they weren't
1: wide. They didn't yeah. They weren't real heavy either. No, so.
2: they they blew but you know, they were unique. But but the picture in my head is is just hilarious With of your my grandmother, grandmother
1: holding the roof on the top of the samurai. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. So that's all I have for <laughs> you, at least for now.
1: Well, I wanted to share uh, for those who who listen to the show regularly know we have a ministry to single moms and widows called the Jesus labor of love, which is car repair labor uh, usually only for single moms, widows or families in crisis. So what we have is a a wonderful group of folks that you can find at christiancarguy.com that have volunteered to do the labor on these cars at different locations in the places in the cities that carry our show. And sometimes in cities that don't carry our show, but Lord's just provided us with folks to fix cars there and the need. Well, this time of year we normally get some just difficult situations and I wanted to share one with you because it doesn't, you know, just providing the labor in this case doesn't meet the need. And so this lady called, I mean, didn't call, she sent me an application and she said, I'm a single mom. My daughter's father passed last December in our home. I cared for him until his death. I recently returned to work and am working part-time between my pay and my daughter's social security We're just making it from payday to payday. I can't afford repairs to my vehicle's vehicle. Excuse me, she just has one vehicle. And without it, I will be unemployed. My alternator needs to be replaced, and the vehicle is running on the battery only. I can only drive it during daylight hours, as using the headlights drain the battery too quickly. You know, I read that my heart just kind of broke. And it said, uh, well... We have lots of needs like that, and she has a 1998 caravan that she needs an alternator for, and you see, since we provide the labor and we do have somebody willing to, to do the labor, but we need donations in order to cover the parts, however that may work. So um, if the Lord is putting it on your heart and prayerfully, by all means, ask him if that's something that you want to contribute to, specifically this one or just to other needs that we have this time of year, you can send a check to the Jesus Labor Love that's actually the name of the ministry, the Jesus Labor of Love. It's at 238 Sara Lane, S-A-U-R-A Lane in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, 27107. Or you can simply go to christiancarguy.com and there you can click on it and you can use PayPal or credit card or whatever if you want to donate. But again, it's the Jesus Labor of Love, 238 Sara, S-A-U-R-A Lane, Winston-Salem, 27107. And I would also say, wow, if you're thinking... Robbie, where's a great place to get my car fixed in this town? If you go to that Christian car center, you can see these people that we have listed on our website are people that have volunteered to do the Jesus Labor Love. And if they're willing to help out those folks, you can kind of think that they are at least very sincere in trying to help people repair their cars. So it's always a blessing again to be part of that ministry. So getting on to our favorite car survey, we have Hank is in Iowa, God's country. And so, Hank, <laughs> tell me your thoughts.
3: Well, I tell you, I've had lots and lots of cars, and I am a GM guy all the way through. All right, think, I think one of the best uh, engines they've ever come up with is the three thousand eight hundred V six, which of course no longer in production. But,
1: isn't that? Uh, a, isn't that? That's just enough to make you want to cry, isn't it? Because that was such a workhorse for General Motors for so many good. years. And you know, they yeah. even they even sold that engine um, into the Jeeps in the in the sixties. They used it in the the old. Um, Wranglers, and they had them in some of the um, Jeep Cherokees back in the day.
3: Yeah, it's amazing. When they get something that works really well, gets great mileage, <laughs> nice performance, they figure, you know what, enough of that song, let's go to the next one. And uh, But uh, we've got a 3800 in, um, we have got, got an 02 Firebird, last year they were made, really nice little five-speed, gets consistently mid-30s all the time at about, a little better than speed limit, I'll just say that. And uh, then we've got a they mentioned in a uh, 01 Park Avenue, big, heavy rig. I said it's like driving your couch down the highway. And uh, both cars, very consistent 30s, virtually no maintenance. I know they had that intake manifold problem, uh, pretty simple fix, but uh, just a flawless bulletproof engine. I'd say anything based on the 283 all the way up has been a pretty uh, incredible platform. I was just curious, why did they change that? Is it just strictly because of... Uh, uh, they want people replacing their cars. They just don't want to have something
1: that, uh, you know. You know, one day I would love to sit down with somebody at GM and Chrysler in several places because each of them had their own. They had bulletproof engines, ones that were just tried and true, yes. came through every single time. You remember the slant six that Chrysler had? Phenomenal Absolutely. engine. Jeep had a, a inline six-cylinder that they used for years and years and years. It was a 250. Um, and all those engines aren't there today. And you know the issue, unfortunately, in in most cases, and in, certainly in the case with those three, it had to do with what they considered in not enough fuel economy. Yeah. And, and so and, uh,
3: I always think it's planned out. There was a <laughs> twilight zone thing called planned out. One. I think that's what it's it's enough
1: to make you want to cry. Well,
3: I talk to mechanics and they
5: all say, man, don't ever get rid of those things. No, no, no. Hank, I hate to cut you off, but we got to go to a break. Take care. Thank you. Merry Christmas to
1: you. You can still got time. You still have time to call us with your car. 866-348-7884. Amazing thoughts to close your eyes and share the dream that everyone on earth believe. That's (laughs) you know, it kind of comes that way in Revelation, and so I can't help but enjoy the thought of that, and I'm really looking forward to it, as I know all believers are. And we're gonna get to that a little bit more in our appraisal by the real black book, but we still have time, and we got we got the surveys open on what is your favorite car of all time or what what do you think is the favorite your favorite car manufacturer? Is at Ford is at Chrysler is it Chevy you know Joey I we have not heard your vote uh and so I'm anxious to know
2: although <laughs> I um, minds yeah although I think we discussed a little bit before uh the broadcast although with the whole bailout thing I probably would still have to vote General Motors because my first vehicle was a was a uh 1986 Osmobile Calais ah oh beautiful Yes, uh, five so those, yeah, five speed. I sold a, those. <laughs> yeah, that was a that's a fun little car. I sold a and, lot of those um, Uh One of the better cars I had for a while. It got it got dinged up a couple times. It got broken into, and it you know, whatnot. But nineteen ninety three Chevy Cavalier. Yeah, I remember. That. <laughs> I remember that one too. Those were awesome. Well, thank you, Joey. We
1: still have time for your call. We got somebody calling in eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. But it. Uh, A lot of people may wonder how, Robbie, you've been doing this for almost 10 years now. You come up with a topic every week that appears to be a little bit different, or sometimes we do things that that God puts on our heart. But it's it's always that God has a lesson planned for me. And in that, I guess because of all the years in the car business, I can see it from a car business standpoint what it is that he's been trying to teach me this week. And as I mentioned, this particular week he was teaching me about diversity of ways that people see theology. And I had last week's show, uh, I had asked the question, is it a sin to speed? And Bob Jones, who was my first caller, shared a wonderful insight on that. And then he sent me this email, which was very, very, very deep and and had me just marinating on that whole thought. And it was on the, the parable of the mustard seed. Well, two days later, I'm reading The Christian in Full Armor by William Gurnall, and he's got an insight on the parable of the mustard seed. And I was thinking about that. I remember my producer Johnny Angel, Joey's producing today, but usually it's Johnny Angel. He has this unbelievable insight on the parable of mustard seed, and I started to think about the diversity of that. Now some of the things that Bob shared in his email was that and and I think this is really amazing that the mustard seed being that it's made of, you know, when it grows up it becomes a tree and and that that tree is Christ. And, you know, in the a, in a essence of shalom and whatever, we're looking to be completed, that would be Christ. And at the end of his email, he said this, which I thought was fascinating. He said, when used Bible study changes from being a disagreement about opinions to collaboration in solving the mystery which has been hidden from the beginning. And I thought, Oh, now that's interesting that his view on the Bible, when added to his idea of the of the mustard seed becoming a tree and the tree becoming Christ and those kind of things, was an insight. Well, William Gurnall shared that faith as small as a mustard seed removes a whole mountain into the sea is the question. How does that ever happen? And he said, well, think about Sarah who had just a little bit of faith. She was laughing (laughs) when they said that she was going to have a baby. That wasn't a gigantic amount of faith, but that little bit of faith, she ended up having a son, Isaac, who literally his seed changed the world, became all these different people, including Christ. Which How much happened from her little faith? And he said, actually, if you think about your own faith, when it first started, and I remember my own faith as it first started, as small as a mustard seed, removed a mountain of sin off of my plate, so to speak, and cleanse me. Because at the point in time when I believed, I didn't have all the understanding of the Bible I have now. It was just a little bitty tiny mustard seed, and it has grown into the faith that God has given me. And whatever God has given you as it began as a little mustard seed, wow, how large has that grown? And what kind of a mountain has now been moved into the sea, which was your sin? I mean, that's a wonderful insight. It's beautiful. And the other insight that I told you about that, that my producer, Johnny Angel, shared with me, and he shared this with me a couple of years, that the mustard seed is the most difficult seed to ruin. You can freeze it. You can burn it. You can uh, store it away and dry it out for years and years and years. And if you plant it, you're still going to get you a mustard plant. <laughs> and, and he sat in wonder and contemplation and he loves that. Now, you see, As we look at these different insights onto the mustard seed, you can see the beauty of each particular diversity. You know, this person sees it this way and this person sees it, but when you combine them, you get this harmony. And see, I was at a a conference one time with Dr. Brown, a lot of people know Dr. Brown that listens to the Truth Network, you know, Dr. Michael Brown, The Line of Fire Show. And somebody asked him, because he was being attacked by John MacArthur, who's another somebody that's on the Truth Broadcasting, about his view on the Holy Spirit, so to speak, and he said something I thought was profound. He said, when you look at all the denominations and things, we, we share a commonality that we believe Christ died for our sins. And he says, now I'm not talking about error, because Dr. Brown is real str- strong on his theology now. But on the basics, if we're in agreement, then let's look at it like this giant symphony. And if I am the, the, the French horn section, you know, and Dr. Um, MacArthur is over there, you know, in the violins, it would be, there's no harmony if we don't have the violins to come in with the French horns, and you need the, the piccolo, and you need all those things. And see, when you take all those things, then you get this beautiful view of God that you wouldn't have if somebody saw what they saw. And, and George MacDonald put it this way, which was also remarkable to me. He said, Each denomination, each person's view of God is like a flower, and that flower comes up out of, if it comes out of, out of good soil and it's been well watered, then you end up with this unbelievable bouquet because what would be the bouquet if you got the rose and the baby's breath and you've got all these different flowers and it makes a wonderful bouquet. Well, being the Christian car guy that I am, <laughs> I look at it that way. What would the world be if they were all Buicks? I mean, it would <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we got to have, we got to have a Willie's Jeep and, and how about a old Hudson Hornet and, 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 you know, how neat is it that there were Pontiac GTOs and there's just this tremendous diversity? And I think God absolutely loves that. But see, what he doesn't like, I know, is when when we decide that everybody else is wrong and I'm right, now if it's error, it's one thing. But see, if I just decided I knew everything there was to know about the parable of the mustard seed, I'd have missed out on Bob's insight. I'd have missed out on Johnny's insight. I'd have missed out on William Gurnall's insight. And unfortunately, sometimes we shut ourselves off because of our pride. We think... Well, I'm God's favorite, obviously. Everybody else is wrong. And see, that's where it kind of gets discombobulated. Now, I know of this wonderful story. It's about the church, of the upside down prayer. And this man was running away from the communists in China and he fell into a hole and he was saved by a rope around his leg. And then he started to pray to God while he was upside down and God answered him and got him out of the hole. Well, he started the church of the upside-down prayer where everybody was hanging upside down on ropes praying now it sounds funny but for him he sincerely had an experience with God while he was upside down praying but see if when you begin to think the only way you can do it is to hang upside down on a rope <laughs> you know it doesn't work out so good for you so this week as we're looking at the diversity and I hate I didn't get to Ed in Durham he was gonna tell me about his favorite car but if we think about all those favorite cars out there think about How wonderful it is that all your fellow brothers in in the Lord have wonderful insights to share if we will just listen, if we will just go for that. Thank you for listening to Christian Carguy's show today. By all means, go to my website, christiancarguy.com. Jesus, labor of love. Slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went. Got it all done in 33 years.